0: Welcome back everybody to the Vancouver Boys podcast. I'm your host this week Marcus Keller, joined by my co-host Jake Jude.
1: Hey, what's going on? What's going on?
0: And Tyler Erlinson. Hey, how's it going? Well, a bit of a Bit of a down week in, in sports this week. Yeah,
1: unfortunately. They can't all be exciting, though.
0: Nope, but all the episodes can be. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and we are going to make this one to remember. Uh, hopefully. Uh, hopefully, that's right. <laughs> hopefully yeah. in a good way. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Guess we'll get things started off as usual with our fake sponsor of the week. Yeah, dude, go for it. Uh, just remind our listeners out there that our fake sponsor of the week is just a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we think we will be able to get someday. If you are looking to reach us for any sponsorship opportunities, you can always reach us by email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can grab us on social media on Instagram at Vancouver Boys Podcast, TikTok at Vancouver Boys Podcast, Twitter at VancouverBoys underscore. This week's episode of the Vancouver boys podcast is brought to you by the Mustang Mach E much like the hurricanes off season Ford has spared no expense in ruining a good thing. Mustang Mach E you might as well just scream. You can't afford a Tesla. <laughs> well done. Oh, man. that nice. was great. Thanks. I was trying to think I'm like, all right, the hurricanes just had such a weird off oh, yeah. season this year. Yeah. Like they, they, they came out and everyone was like, these guys could make a playoff or a, a Stanley Cup push next year. Yeah. And yeah, let's, it let's just get went rid into of, a tailspin. Yeah, let's get rid of Dougie Hamilton. Let's get rid of our
1: star young goalie. Let's bring in Kaka for six million dollars yeah,
2: a year.
0: For a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just a really weird year from them.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll get into a bit of that later on. We've got some uh, storylines there to take over, but. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, we'll start with our Canucks news for the week and some, some Vancouver news. Um, barely Canucks news anymore, but Jake Virtanen has officially signed in the KHL.
2: Not really surprised. Yeah, me neither. Uh, kind of seen it coming. No NHL team's really going to touch him with what happened, so it's unfortunate for him, but hey, you can go to Russia and get a league minimum and still play hockey.
0: Yep. well, what would be a league minimum here is it's actually a pretty good contract over there. But um, I I don't see him playing again in North America until at the very least, until there's a verdict in the the case that he's involved with. No, exactly. Um, Another little piece that uh, came out that has a lot of people jumping around is NBC uh, listed the GMs in the NHL from uh, best to worst.
1: I think you... uh... You went a little quick over your source there. Who? NBC. NBC? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just well, seems like a weird source, you know?
0: Oh, it is, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it, well, it's NHL on NBC. I guess it's their own yeah. division. That's, yeah. Only,
1: you know, I don't it, really trust Jackie Redman's opinion. But
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After, she, after this, I will. <laughs> or, yeah. Well, the, uh, it has a lot of Canucks fans very interested to see that Jim Benning ranked... In one of the first times ever that we can say this, 32nd in the NHL. No way. Dead last as the (laughs) worst general manager at the helm right now. Do you guys think he deserves to be down there? Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean,
1: like we were saying in previous episodes, it's hard to think of a good contract this guy has signed. And like his his draft picks, you can pretty much attribute to scouting. So.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is very true yeah yeah, I, I think it's a bit harsh. I think it could be a bit higher because I mean l- like his contracts or not, the Canucks are poised to be a decent team next year and should make somewhat of a playoff push. but I think a lot of the fans are just getting impatient now that he's been in in charge for seven years. Really that long. It has been set this is his seventh season at the helm. Jeez. that makes him the second longest GM in Canuck's history behind only Pat Quinn. Oh, my goodness. Little one, but nice to have some good news in there somewhere. Uh, Pod Colson is now in Vancouver, and there's been some footage of him skating at UBC, and he looks really good.
1: That's so exciting.
0: I cannot wait to see him light it up. I, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be a third liner, but I think he's going to be amazing, and I think he's going to push for a second-line spot.
1: Yeah. I, I, I've i been, like I've said this, I feel like I've said this 100 times on the podcast, I've loved Pod Colson ever since they drafted him. I thought they stole him at 10th overall. Cannot wait to see him on a line with some young guns in Vancouver.
2: Well, I think what what it came down to is everyone was just worried about that Russian contractor. For sure, he would have gone way higher.
0: Yeah. Well, there's always that threat with Russian players that they'll, uh, you know, just decide, hey, I like it at home. You know, I might make a little less money, but I don't have to live on the other side of the world and learn a new language. Kaprizov. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So I I think a lot of times Russian players like that will slip back in the draft, but you're right, skill-wise, just because we lucked out on him wanting to come to the NHL, I I think we got a wicked pick there at 10. And one last piece of Vancouver-related news is new owner of the BC Lions has announced a fun little strategy to try to get more people in the building and some more eyes on the team, and this actually really caught my attention. He wants to do several cheap, ticket nights per season where they will open the upper bowl of the stadium, which is usually closed during uh, CFL games and charge half price for the tickets in the stadium. This would get them more attention from fans, possibly bring in some new people. They'd still make all their same money back at the concession. And with opening more seats, you're probably still going to make about the same ticket revenue anyway, because there's going to be double the seats.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense from a business perspective. You know, you get more money in concession, you can draw more people into the games, maybe grow the sport in Vancouver. Um, because, I mean, I don't really have any evidence to support this claim, but it seems to me like the BC Lions have really been dying lately. You know, they haven't really been a good team in like a decade. So doing anything to, to grow that, the, the popularity of that team, I mean, they're going to need it. So I, I get it. And I support that decision, too. I think it's a good idea. And we'll see what how well, how far this goes for them.
2: Even with cheaper tickets, I don't think I'm gonna make the trip down there. That that's kind of the thing. It's just like it's so far for a lot of people. So unless you're you're almost like right by the stadium, I don't think the cheaper tickets is gonna make that much of a difference because I think they're already fairly cheap.
0: Yeah, they're about the, the cheapest they get right now in the corners and the end zones is about thirty bucks a pop. Yeah, so
2: I I just don't see it making too much of a difference. But you never know and. Hopefully, it can grow the sport and get a lot more support in the from all the lower mainland cities and, and whatnot. So, yep.
0: if nothing else, a better atmosphere in the building on TV, which which you can get with a, a fuller stadium, you know that'll that'll draw some people in too. They'll kind of see it and go, "Oh wow, hey, that actually does look like a lot of fun." You know, no one wants to go to a half-empty stadium and watch a second-tier football team. But if the if the atmosphere is good enough, people will go see the product.
2: They should just put a bunch of like cardboard cutouts in all the seats. I think they tried that
0: all of last year. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Okay, moving off of some Vancouver news and going around the league. As promised, we have some uh, pretty major hurricanes news to talk about. They have successfully off-sheeted.
1: <gasps> what a goof.
0: <laughs> all right, I think it's time to move on to goof of the week. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think you re- seem to be forgetting <laughs> something, Marcus. Yeah, I don't think there's any important segments we got to go over or anything. I oh, sorry about that, buddy. I just I got way ahead of myself. Yeah, there. you did. I, I the way I scrolled down on this, it just totally went right by the goof when I scrolled past the Vancouver stuff. Yeah, and your I, docket there. Yeah, I scrolled by it on the docket. So uh, my apologies. Yeah, it is now time. For the goof of the week.
1: Yeah, I'll make this short and sweet. You're the biggest goof of the week. (laughs) Just kidding. What a goof! I deserve that. I deserve that. (laughs) At least you pushed the right button.
0: (laughs) Dude, I was sweating. I was like, "Ah, I don't want to hear Tyler moan in my ear right now.
1: All right, yeah, welcome to the biggest goof of the week. This is my segment where every week I scour the internet and look for the person, player, coach, franchise, team, or any... Uh, other person connected to some team in the sports world. And I try to find the story where they made the biggest goof of themselves. And this week, we get our first, I believe, story from the NFL. Ooh. NFL season just around the corner. And it came out this week that the Washington football team has narrowed <laughs> their search for a new name <laughs> down to eight names. And I've already seen this
0: list. That's why I'm laughing.
1: <laughs> and the list is pretty weak. But in my opinion, there's a clear front runner. And I'm curious what you guys will think about it. So here's the list of eight teams. The possible names. That they of, yes, of, of, of the short list. The short list of eight teams. Number one, we have the Red Hogs. Followed by the Defenders. The Armada. The Presidents. The Brigade. The Commanders the Red Wolves or, and I'm not kidding, keeping it as the Washington football team. I think that's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, when those are your options, uh, yeah. Let's just leave it alone.
0: <laughs> I thought I saw one good one a while ago called uh, the Red Tails. And it was after a um, one of those uh, flight squads from like World War II. Yeah. And it looked really cool. I saw someone did a concept logo on it. It looked great. Who came up with these? that's awful yeah the
1: red tails were like a um they're like a group of air force members in i think it was world war ii yeah their their whole thing was they were all black they're all african americans oh i didn't know that uh yeah okay so i mean yeah it's it's a good name and it would be cool to see that but uh
0: still
2: that's just oh (laughs)
0: that list is awful oh it's brutal there was one on there i didn't even know what what it meant uh there was one it was like the the red hogs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really fully sure what yeah, that means I, either. I, I would not want
1: to be called a red hog.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah, brigade. What, brigade. What's a brigade? What is that? It's like a bunch of boats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, that's an armada. That is an armada.
2: <laughs> Which is another <laughs> that's name that's on another the other ones that they uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, the that's where you can nickname
0: their like defensive linebacks, but not the whole yeah. team. <laughs> I don't know, man. They should just Forget. go with
2: all eight names, put them all together.
0: <laughs> I think they wanted to go with
1: something like, would you call me eight names at the same time? The Armageddon Deers Offender,
0: President Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> President Hogs. That's what they should go with. <laughs> the President Hogs. They should just no,
2: change their name to the Donald Trumps because they're a joke anymore. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <Holy laughs> <shit.
1: laughs> but they're still there. Oh, yeah, but I mean like a lot of these names are references to like the Army or the Navy or whatever, right? Because they're in Washington, DC. Yeah. And and so, I
0: get that. Yeah. But but there's there's better ways to do it. Yeah.
1: I don't know. All these names are just so bad. So the biggest goof of the week, a Washington football team, probably going to be that for a while. Yeah. That's man. their best option. <laughs> it sounds like that could be it forever, according <laughs> yeah, to this I mean, list. Oh man. It is just like, can you imagine? Here come the presidents! <laughs> like,
2: what the hell? <laughs> yeah, Abe Lincoln running up, <laughs> yeah, right at quarterback.
1: <laughs> Donald Trump,
2: <laughs> yeah, at I middle linebacker. Like, I feel like he's Barack of, Obama. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Obama should be like a receiver or something. You have like Trump more as like a tight end because he's not built like tight a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Joe Biden running the defense. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if there's one guy you do not want running your defense, it's Joe Biden. Yeah, just bomb the other team.
2: <laughs> nah, they'll just give up and let the other team take over. Oh,
0: man.
1: <laughs> all right, well, there you go. Biggest goof of the week, Washington football team. And thank you for remembering me there, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, my bad, buddy. It's okay. Um All right, get us into our hockey news. <laughs> all right,
0: now shifting back to the yep. news from around the league. Yeah. As we talked about before, the Carolina Hurricanes have had a crazy off season, and this week have just put that on steroids by successfully offer sheeting Kasperiakniemi. And I'm using "successfully" in air quotes here because I'm not sure this was the plan.
1: Yeah. Well, the big thing is they did successfully offer him, but what makes it questionable is that it was to a one-year, six point one year $6.1 million dollar contract. Yeah. With a twenty dollars signing bonus. <laughs>
0: that was important. I think that was crucial in him signing. <laughs> yeah, it. that was what uh, put him over the edge. Yeah, absolutely. Man, this this is just—it's it, a lot to unpack because they've. This almost turned into a three-way trade between Carolina, yeah. Montreal, and Arizona. I mean, yeah, it, it's just a weird way that that these uh, picks and pieces got moved around.
1: Yeah, yeah. Eventually, it, it was it the same picks that went to Montreal from Carolina. That went to Arizona for Dvorak, uh,
0: possibly and possibly not. Uh, wasn't
2: wasn't it a first and a second? So it, it was, was. Oh, it was a, no, it was a first and a conditional second. I think. Okay,
0: it was a first and a conditional second. But the first is because Montreal has their own first or had their own first round pick, and uh, Carolina. Carolina's pick. Yeah. The deal is whichever pick is higher is the pick that goes to Arizona. Oh, so yeah. wait.
1: The first is conditional then?
0: Kind of, but not really, cuz they're guaranteed a first round pick. It's just they don't know they, which one it will They just be. get the
2: better of the two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Weird. and the second round pick is definitely not Carolinas because it's actually the second round pick in 2024.
1: Right, I heard that. Yeah. So
0: it's for two, for two seasons from now. Yeah. Is when that will be. Yeah. So it's possible that it's one of their picks, but it's also possible it was neither of them. Mhm. Weird. Um, this also had a big, uh, a bit of an underrated storyline for Arizona. People don't realize that they, so it's kind of funny. They don't have their own seventh round pick for next year. Oh, no. Yeah. What are <laughs> they going to do? But luckily, they have their first, someone else's first, and five second round picks yeah. in next year's draft.
1: And Phil Kessel. <laughs> <laughs> they still thank have, god yeah they still they'll have, have
0: a, well. a good solid veteran leader to show these young guys what they're supposed to do eat hot dogs <laughs> yeah he's their dietician now Bill <laughs> kessel he wears many hats
1: yeah. <laughs> feel the thrill In the chef's hat yeah <laughs>
0: Another thing that the Hurricanes had to do in this whole crazy situation is they've got uh, Jake Gardner now on LTIR for this season with his four million dollars off the cap for this season, which this- is the only way they were able to get under the cap, right? Exactly. Yeah. Don't worry, he'll be back at playoff time. Oh, <laughs> oh <man>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, too soon, man. Too soon. I don't know. I mean, going four million over, I can live with that. I can't live with going I, I, five times that much I can, over.
2: I can live with going Jake Gardner over the cap. <laughs> yeah. I cannot live with going Stephen Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov over the cap. That's just not okay.
0: Yeah, yeah a little bit of a difference there. Um, Poor Jake Gardner. Yeah. Just feels so just bad like for one him. one bad game and the whole dude's career. Is yeah, just it was joke. kind of two. He kind of had two game sevens that he botched, <laughs> but... One was significantly worse than the other. There was one where people were like, that wasn't his best game. The other one, they were like, this guy does not belong in the NHL. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that Uh, was... uh, I wonder what
1: kind of fans would make those kinds of comments.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you this, they must be pretty toxic.
1: (laughs) Hey, don't throw rocks from glass houses there, Marcus.
0: Well, I don't know. I think Canucks fans have a reputation for being pretty civil and reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Well, at least they have a reputation of existing. Yeah. (laughs) I swear to God, sometimes I walk
1: down the street and people see like my keychain. I have a National Predators keychain. Fucking an idiot. And they see it an, and, and yeah. like, who's <laughs> that? <The hell? laughs>
2: is that an E-League team?
1: What yeah. is
0: that? <laughs> what team would name themselves the Predators? <laughs> and then go with a n- primary neon yellow and secondary deep blue color scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awful. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get like the Tri-City Women's Predators team? Yeah, well, okay. Well, we got to give a little bit of background on that a little bit. For those that
1: don't live in, oh, in the yeah, Greater yeah. Vancouver area. Jake is a tri <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Easy there. You can land
2: me in jail here. <laughs> Jake is a Tri-City's Predator? <laughs> no. A woman's Predator. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there, there's a
1: minor hockey league association. Oh, in, even better. <laughs> in, in the Lower Mainland.
2: For Jesus girls hockey, Christ,
1: <laughs> and they're called the Predators, and they have the same logo as the Nashville
0: Predators, and it's the same color scheme they rocked in like the late 2000s, right? Like yeah. that more silvery, yeah, yeah, yeah. primary jerseys. Yeah. They've well, they started
1: when that was the Predators' uh, right. color scheme, right? So, but they never changed theirs, whereas the Predators I have. See. So, but yeah, so I got to clear that up sometime. <laughs> It'd be cool to see those Silvers
0: as a throwback. Action. Oh, I kind started,
1: like it. man. They have so many cool jerseys. I'd love yeah. to see them bring At them least
0: as a third, you know? I don't know why more teams don't do that more yeah. often.
1: Also, like, I'm pretty disappointed with their reverse retros. I think they could have went in a lot of cool different directions. Like we touched on last week, the uh, New York Islanders should have gone with the fishermen,
0: right? Yes. For their reverse obvious. retros.
1: obvious. Well, well, the Preds should have gone with the Yawning. Uh, predator, or the yawning saber tooth, right?
0: And for those of you who don't know what that looks like, which is all of you, uh, <laughs> Google it. It's, it's yeah, pretty bad.
1: 2006, 2007, NHL, uh, third jersey for the Predators. There's some pretty cool pictures of like Peter Forsberg and Paul Correa rocking those jerseys.
0: Oh, Korea! This rivals the '80s Canucks V sweater. It's like one of the ugliest <laughs> oh, things yeah, to ever get on the it's ice. It's infamous for sure. It's bad, but it's
1: it's but it's so bad it's good. Yeah, oh, like I it's get it's that. definitely it's one of those jerseys. Well, the it's Canucks, so bad Canucks
0: in their 50th season, they did a throwback for like every era of jersey they had, which is a lot, by the way. <laughs> and uh, one of them was the the V jerseys, and they wore them in warm up and it, it looked pretty cool, mm-hmm. except that uh i guess aquilini couldn't afford yellow and black socks so they were wearing their blue pants blue helmets blue gloves blue socks everything was their dark blue homes except for a primary mustard yellow (laughs) red and black v jersey looked terrible (laughs) i I don't know what the thinking was behind that but it, it was not good
1: you know what jerseys I, like, or what team I think has always had good jerseys? And there's one jersey they had that I wish they still had. Is the St. Louis Blues?
2: Hell yeah, brother! Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. But do you know which one I'm talking about? The is good. it is it the one with like the red and the yeah yeah? They're so
0: good. Like the the reverse the retro, 90s? they played on it. Like yeah. they did those diagonal lines, but they mm-hmm. made the whole thing red. It, but it, the ones you're talking about, just the bottom half is red and the top yeah, half it's, is blue. It's when Gretzky was in St. Louis. Yeah. I yeah. Man, I love those. Even the numbers on the back are like slanted and yeah, angled yeah, yeah, so yeah. that it, it comes off that. Oh, it's, it's and it just, so nice. It's,
1: it says St. Louis, but so subtly in like the top of the logo. Yeah. They're just such amazing jerseys. They yeah. need to bring those back like as a permanent home, I think.
0: Well, I think they've had them... Is that their third jersey now or was it a year? I thought they had that as like their They brought it out last year for a couple games. Yeah, I thought so. I'd like to see that be at the very least their third jersey, like for the season. Those are just wicked looking jerseys. I'd like to see more teams experiment with away jerseys, actually. Because a lot of teams have those iconic white jerseys. Okay, okay, from... okay.
1: But but you have to keep this in mind. What's that? The whole idea of the away jersey is just to blend in, right? Like when you're ah. no, when you're when you're when you're a, a home team, right? You're the stars of the show, right? You're the one wearing the cool jersey. You're not showing up to another rink with a dope jersey. Why not? Well, because you're trying to sell you your rock team.
0: Rock out with right? your cock out. I think <laughs> if you're the NHL, you're trying to sell your product. It doesn't matter which side it is. You're trying to sell your product.
1: Yeah, but in some, thats like saying if you own like a, a hat store, okay, and okay. you're selling hats. I'm selling hats, and and then you go across the street to your friend's hat store and try to sell your hats in their store. Hey, it's just yeah, business. but
0: but if you if you're all owners of the collective <laughs> idea of hats, you're just happy to get your idea you out there. Like, miss. no one's wearing hats yet. You're trying to sell these people on hats in general. You can't mix care if you business. Yeah, exactly. Hats. But you want to sell them your. Hat. Yeah, but maybe you got a 5% share in your buddy's hat store. It helps <laughs> everyone. You can't mix business in friends. It helps everyone. You, you, know, go, you're no one. One.
2: you sell your hat everywhere. You take this hat to Carolina, you sell it. You yeah, take but this then hat you end up with Nova Atlanta. You take this hat to Atlanta, you sell it. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then you put the guy's hat shop in Atlanta out of business. And well, then that he sucks. doesn't have a hat
2: shop. Guess what, that sucks. To then the he has media, to go to Atlanta, Winnipeg. Yeah. Well, then... <laughs> That really sucks for that guy.
0: <laughs> but you think about the things you could do with some of the old away jerseys too, though, because, you know, you have teams that, you know, they like you said, they wear their dark home jerseys now. Well, those used to be the away jerseys. So say the Canucks played a game in New York, right? Okay. And the, you know, the Rangers have got their dark blue jerseys on. They used to have their whites as their homes. If the Canucks yeah. wear like their retro '90s skate jersey, but the white one in their building, it looks like that old matchup. That's cool. That's cool for both teams. Yeah, you might have a point there. I know I have a point there. All right, I need your validation. Moving well, on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, they had they had something like
1: that in Ottawa. Uh, they might still have it, but I know they had it a few years ago. Is they had heritage nights, where the uh, the Ottawa Senators would wear like the really old. Oh, those, like, striped jerseys with the O in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. They would wear those. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, if you had, you know, Montreal or Toronto or New York there while they had those jerseys, I mean, that's kind of what you're talking about because they haven't really changed their jerseys ever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Food for thought.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, the NHL, they they can do a lot more with jerseys than they have been. Call up Bettman. (laughs) Get him on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be our guest (laughs) next week. Yeah.
1: Sure. Good luck with that.
0: Yeah. I'm sure he'd love to talk to us. We'll just
1: get him to call in, and boom, the whole time he tries to
0: talk. (laughs) Ask him direct questions, then don't shut up. (laughs)
1: Boom. Shut
0: up. Hang up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Who asked you? (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Speaking of Gary Bettman, he has officially announced that NHL players will be going to the Olympics this year. Dude, I am
2: pumped. Hell yeah. So pumped. Mason Raymond is not going to be our best player this time. We're going to have Crosby, McKinnon, and McDavid on the same team. Dreams do come true.
0: Yeah, we've been waiting to see this one for a while. And actually, I really just want to get this in here quickly, that while we were talking about jerseys earlier, I I put up a little poll on our Instagram story earlier this week asking which jersey Canada should wear at the Olympics. Um, and I know usually they create a new one, but one that's gotten some attention during COVID because they played the replay of this tournament was, I believe, it's the '87 Canada Cup, or not '87. It's it's earlier than that. Okay. Yeah. The Canada. Either way, the Canada Cup tournament. They had these iconic white jerseys with this huge kind of sideways diagonal yeah, red yeah. maple leaf,
1: like cut in half kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And and the reason it's so iconic is because of the players that wore it all on the same team. It was like a dream team. You had Lemieux, you had Gretzky, like mm-hmm. you, right away, there's two of the best players in the league on the same team. You never get to see that in a serious competitive nature. And that's why I thought it would be really cool if they brought those back for this year to see McDavid and Crosby suit up together in those jerseys. Oh yeah. That'd be pretty wicked. I could see it.
1: I just, I also love like all the, 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 the mock lines people are looking through now. like, it's all of a sudden got a lot more serious too.
2: Speaking of which, how would you feel if they split up McDavid and McKinnon, put them on different lines and went like McDavid with like Barzell and Huberto and then put like McKinnon with
0: Brayden And like for the first something. five games, they can do whatever they want.
1: They're playing China. Yeah. <laughs> they can put
0: me out there and the doorway. win.
1: <laughs> Honestly, like, you do have a point there. Like, they can, but let's think. They're, they're gonna go, want to build okay, chemistry. Okay, if they're putting the best lines out there every game, they're probably gonna split up McDavid and McKinnon, right? You're gonna put because they're very similar players. You're gonna put them on different lines, put them with players that uh, that they can play with. But then there's this other line of thought where it's like, there is no other player in the league other than themselves who are at the same level. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're the only two players at the level that they're at. So seeing them together is something that fans want to see.
0: I think there's going to be some of both, honestly. Oh yeah, you, the, the coach is going to gonna experiment. We're not going to go the
1: entire tournament without seeing them play together. No, and it but, would be
0: unstoppable.
2: Like, yeah, you like would I said, not there, be able there is no one, down.
1: there's no other player on the planet that has the same compete level. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. especially
2: on the bigger ice and stuff too. Like if you, put, yeah, I keep forgetting about if that, you put that. They're Mac- going to be on the big McKinnon, ice. McDavid, and Barzell on the same line. No one's yeah. going to keep up. Yeah, oh
1: yeah, my no. God. They, it's gonna feel like they aren't even on the ice because you're just never gonna see them as a defenseman. They're just always no. gonna be behind you. Yeah. You'll never, you'll never be able to keep track of any of them. Like these are guys that have probably been getting double teamed their entire life. Yeah, and for the first time in their entire life, they're gonna have some some ice.
0: Not only to some ice, they they're gonna in at least a few games be playing the equivalent of a pee wee team. Well, yeah, this is gonna be uh,
1: it's it, their group is Canada, U.S., China, and do we know the fourth? Germany. It's Germany. Yeah. Oh, poor Dreisaitl.
2: Oh, yeah. Guy cannot catch a break. Stutzla, Dreisaitl. And Jochen (laughs) Hesch. Yeah, that's Marcel Gotch. (laughs) Well, the the good thing about Germany is they're guaranteed to move on, but they're probably going to finish third in that division. They got to beat China, man. Uh, (laughs) Guarantees there. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of guarantees there.
0: I just think it's sad that they have a uh, Canada U.S. in the same group because that you know that iconic rivalry in the the gold medal game. Everyone wants to see it. You know, it's too bad that it's just off the bat. It's just ruled out as a possibility.
2: What Canada U.S.?
0: Yeah. Doesn't oh, it? it? Doesn't well, they're in the work. same group. Yeah, doesn't but it works
2: how they how they finish the, the time before, does it not?
1: Yeah, they and they can cross over, right? So they'll cross over
0: with other groups. Oh, right. Once the group. Okay, yes, I see what you mean now. Well, I hope that that's what happens again. It could, yeah. I'd like to see it. I'd also like to make, see uh, Sweden make a good run. I, just, I, I always like Team Sweden. I always seem to have attachments to guys on that team. I don't know why.
1: I'm the same way with Finland.
0: No kidding.
2: Don't know why. Yeah, I'm the same way with Finland, but I actually do know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: why you're actually Finnish. <laughs> it's in my blood. I'm sure I could find a drop of Swedish blood in me somewhere. <laughs>
1: You're also Norwegian, but (laughs) so am I.
2: Ain't cheering for Team Norway.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're not in the tournament this year. They got beat Yeah, they got beat out in the qualifiers by Denmark. Yeah. So it's going to be Denmark instead of Nikolai Norway. Yeah. Matt Zuccarello will not be making his next appearance there as the only Norwegian.
2: Is Zucco Norwegian? Yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Matt Succarello is like the only notable Norwegian hockey player.
2: Who's in that uh, other division? So Russia, Finland, Sweden.
0: There's four groups, aren't there? I thought I saw three for some reason, but then Um, I thought that math wouldn't have added up anywhere. Let's look it up real quick. Play the Jeopardy music. I can't. It's copyright. All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, don't even sing it. I'm pretty sure they can still copyright strike us, man. All right. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Go for it.
0: The groups are group A. We have Canada... USA, Germany and China. Group of death. Group B. We have Russia, Sweden, Denmark and Czechoslovakia.
1: Wait, go back. That is not Sweden. That's Switzerland.
0: Uh Oh, did I say Sweden? Yes. Oh, shoot! No, sorry. I'm very aware that that's not Sweden. I meant <laughs> okay. to say Switzerland. Okay, so what do you <laughs> say sure, one more time. Pretty sorry. sure
2: Sweden is yellow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's not a drop of yellow in that picture. It is just all red. And well, white. actually, on the boards, there's a little all bit right, of the yellow. Dasher.
0: Okay. <laughs> in Group B, we have Russia. I almost said fucking Sweden again. Okay, Switzerland. <laughs> Switzerland. 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 Yeah, in uh. In group b we have russia switzerland
1: safe man honestly just (laughs) say it like a normal human being switzerland russia switzerland czech republic and denmark
0: in group b we have russia switzerland czechoslovakia and denmark and in group c we have sweden finland oh my god you don't have czechoslovakia
1: in the last group because czechoslovakia doesn't exist anymore There was a civil war. You have Slovakia and the Czech
0: Republic. (laughs) Christ, Marcus. Which which team is that one? Top right. That is the Czech Republic. Why don't they just have... Oh, wait. Oh that my God, there's so a list easier. the whole time. Oh, my God! going off of jersey identification. <laughs> recognizing the jerseys. Okay, I'm just going to start from group B again. I think I nailed group A, though. <laughs> well,
2: I you, know I know what?
1: Hope you know what? So. I don't want to cut this all together, so restart. The whole, whole
2: thing was fucking China. That was the hardest in group A.
0: In group A, we have Canada, USA, Germany, and China. Group B, we have Russia, Czech Republic switzerland and denmark and in group c we have finland sweden slovakia and latvia hmm. so there is only three so there's
1: three yeah there's three those are pretty balanced groups wow
2: except for group a i would say group a is pretty strong oh <laughs> uh, okay i would say
0: group b is, is weak. russia <laughs> yeah exactly they, like yeah. switzerland meh
1: well check meh
0: S- switzerland's okay right Who's the best Swiss player? Roman Yossi. Can that na- says all we need to say. Can what you, do you mean? Can you, can you
2: name any more? Kevin Piala? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. How yeah. about, how about so one <laughs> more? How about one more that didn't used to play for the <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope they get that coach from the World Marco, Juniors that's oh, just yeah. already. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's it's going to be like Marco Rossi is going to yeah. be their third oh, best yeah, player.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. They do have Marco Rossi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that guy where he was like, Every single player on their team was drafted in the first round.
0: We have one player who was drafted at all. Yeah, they're like, "What? What are you going to do to defend them?" He's like, "I don't know. They shoot better. They pass better. They defend better. They have better goaltending. They do everything better." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Have that guy on the podcast. Yeah. We as, might
0: be able to do that as yeah. long as
2: as long as we don't die. I count that as a win. Die? What? Wait, yeah. did,
1: did Marcus and I ever tell you the story where we actually went to the game together and sat right behind him?
0: Yeah, that's right. So so when the World Juniors were in Vancouver, yeah. this was the year after he had that famous press conference. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we were like, we had tickets in the Upper Bowl. They were the seats we have for season tickets, like 314, way up in the nosebleeds. But it was Switzerland and Finland, Finland right? Yeah, it was the quarterfinals. Yeah. Or but, no, semifinals. Semifinals. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But e- that's, e-
2: either way. That's the game I saw you guys. Yeah, you were at the morning oh, that's game. Right. I was coming in as you guys were leaving. That's yeah.
1: right. Yeah, yeah. You went to the morning game and you saw Russia. I saw Russia to USA. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So anyway, so we were sitting up there by the third period I'm like, "Okay, I've been eyeballing these two seats like down behind the bench." Like, let's go. So we were, what was it, like second row, third? Okay, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. But you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself. So we watched the whole first period in the upper bowl, right? Yeah. And at the end of the first, it was like 5 nothing for Finland. That's true, so yeah. That, everyone had cleared out. And Marcus and I were like, well, come on, man. Like, we're we all the way down here. We're going to stay and watch the game. We're not going to leave. And then, yeah, we eyeballed those seats. And then, yeah, you can tell the rest of the story.
0: No, we, we sat down there. We... Uh, it was cool. We, You know, you know, kids always like put their fists into the tunnels and, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess Switzerland wasn't in a great mood because they were getting demolished, <laughs> but we, we put our hands in there anyway. One player <laughs> reached up and hit my hand and I was like, that guy is going places. <laughs> I cheered. He got an assist later in that game, he I did, think, too. Yeah. I was very excited for him.
1: No, you know what? I think he got two points. I think the did game ended points? like eight to two and he had an assist. He was in on both goal. of them. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't know. know yeah, the, only, the only thing we did the rest of the game was just watch him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but we also we listened to the, the Swiss coach quite a bit too. He was, he was pretty yeah. vocal actually behind the bench. He oh, was, yeah. He was entertaining to watch. Worth the price of admission. Yeah. Okay. I think that'll about wrap up the first half of the show. Uh, we got a bunch to go over after break still, including answering some of your questions. So stick around. We'll see you in a bit. Right after a word from our fake sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by the Mustang Mach-E. Much like the hurricane's off-season, Ford has spared no expense in running a good thing into the ground. Mustang Mach-E. You might as well just scream you can't afford a Tesla. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a 6x6.
0: Tampa Bay was 18 million dollars over the salary cap.
2: UC Saros is the best goalie in the NHL.
0: And welcome back from the break, as promised. We've got a lot to cover still in this episode. Yes, we do. Staying on the jersey topic, uh, (laughs) which has been lasting most of the episode so far. Um, Minnesota has released their, uh, outdoor winter classic jerseys and they are gross in my opinion. <laughs> I, I hate these things.
2: Would you expect anything different coming from Minnesota?
0: They look like a dollar store Christmas sweater. Like it's that bad. <sighs> yeah.
1: I like any time that you have a Jersey that has the shape of your state on it. What are you doing? You couldn't yeah. think of anything better than the shape, like the geographical shape. They make of me want to hurt. Yeah,
2: they're awful. I think we need to get one. <laughs> we need to get one. Oh, yeah. Look at how bad the sea looks, too. It's just like tucked up in the corner.
0: Yeah. It's a I weird, lo- it, it, it almost looks like an ad. Yeah. It looks like a logo with just some weird sea in the corner. It It's awful. It looks like an ugly Christmas sweater. It really does. Yeah. Like and and to be fair, Minnesota has some of the nicest jerseys in the league. That logo is yeah. Their logo sick. is phenomenal. The color scheme they can do so much with it. Yeah. Why did they do that? That's awful. It's like they were trying to make it bad. Yeah. There, there's nothing to be proud of there. That's uh, aw- even the the beige pants and gloves. That's terrible. I get they were going for the old hockey feel, but there's ways to do that and make it look good. This is not how you do that. Like, look at the socks. They look like candy
2: canes. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. Do you want to
1: suck on them? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: (laughs) Yes. That's (laughs) That's
2: exactly where I was taking that.
0: (laughs) He was going there. He was going there. Brutal jerseys. Uh, The only thing I can think of that is worse than those jerseys is uh, Jack Johnson's stat line. And he just signed a PTO with Colorado, which is kind of weird because Joe Sackick's been... (laughs) known as a very analytic guy, what 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 are they doing? Like, what, what's the point of this?
2: I think they have such a young decor that bringing in a guy like Jack Johnson, even if he is that seventh guy, can just help, look, like, look over, oversee, give guys pointers kind of deal. I don't think you want guys taking pointers from him. <laughs> I mean, he, he had, like, he was a good player when he first came into the league. He, he wasn't bad. He just, he's older, he... He got put on a pretty bad team.
1: Going out on a bit of a limb for this guy.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to be on Jack Johnson's team here. Wow. You taking him in your fantasy draft? I wouldn't go that far.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I am a bit surprised that he got a PTO with Colorado. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a PTO with, like, you know, Anaheim or LA yeah. or Calgary
0: Like one of the An irrelevant teams. bad team yes. But like
1: with a really good team like this I don't see him cracking the lineup
0: No, not at all I, I'd be surprised if this lasts past the PTO period I, I think when the preseason's over I, I think they're going to tell him to get lost Yeah, which sucks
1: Because like the Dude probably could have made a weaker team
0: Yeah but Now he's probably just going
1: to be out of a job And off to Europe And that's the end of his career
0: Well, you never know. A weaker team can still sign him. Yeah, but I don't see that happening. Without
1: preseason, it's rare you'll see that happen.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to stay.
1: For his sake, I hope you're right.
0: Um, Another piece of interesting news is uh, Pierre Dorian, very controversial GM, was extended for three seasons. He will now be at the helm until 2026, unless he's fired before then. He also came out with a pretty bold statement uh, when he was interviewed about it, saying, "The rebuild is over. It's done." Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a casual Sens fan. Mm. Uh, I I
1: often say they're my second favorite team, and uh, or third, kind of depends. And honestly, I think he gets a little bit too much flack. Eugene Melnick is the problem there, right? Yeah. Like it's it's Eugene Melnick. It's not Pierre Dorian. Canucks if-
0: fans, this should be a pretty familiar song. <laughs> It's not the GM, it's the owners.
1: But for the moves that Dorian's made, he's made a lot of really good moves. Like, think about it. His team was one goal away from going to the finals in 2017. Mm -hmm. He made a move that he thought was going to make the team a lot better, which on paper it should have. And he brought in a cancer that destroyed the team. So he sold off what he had, recouped a bunch of young assets, and now he's building up a good team again. And I really don't think a lot of the criticism he gets is fair. So if I'm a Sens fan living in Ottawa, you know, diehard Sens fan, I would be content with this. And also, it's not a super long contract. If he doesn't do a great job, he's out the door. But I think I think they should be happy with what they've got.
2: Yeah, I can agree. The, uh, they do have a lot of young talent. I, I don't see the rebuild as being over, though just because of the division that they're in. I agree. Uh, they've got a lot of work to do, I think. And uh, the goalie situation <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is in a really rough spot. Don't they still have Matt Murray signed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's currently their backup. <laughs> yeah, for $6 million a year. I still think they have a little bit of work to be done. Obviously, these players need to grow into their roles as well. But uh, they have a bright future, and I think they should still be Trying to look for a couple more young young guys to fill out that roster.
0: Yeah, they like you said, they are in a pretty brutal division. They've, I, I maybe in terms of the rebuild itself is done. He feels like he's got the core pieces, but you have to supplement that with other pieces. That the team yeah. is not done being built, but the foundation is there, and maybe that's what he was meaning when he said that. What frustrates me is this:
1: if it weren't for that stupid Duchesne trade. This team could have also had Bowen Byram.
2: Yeah, that's so, true.
1: Anyway, but, I mean, they have Jake Sanderson in the pipeline. They have Thomas Shabbat on the blue line already. They've got enough young pieces. It's almost an embarrassment of ridges, but they also had Bowen Byram. Oh, what could have been?
0: Yeah, no kidding. But, no, Colorado has them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, <Yeah. laughs> you know, they need another Speaking young star Speaking of teams that defense, don't right? need more young, yeah. good players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, another real interesting development here, um, the NHL has been unable to interview Anna Kane, Vander Kane's soon-to-be ex-wife, over the uh, gambling allegations she made, where uh, she claimed that he was betting against his own team. Uh, she's been completely unavailable. They've been unable to track her down and actually get official statements from her. So this has caused some people to say, you know... Where is she at, though? Pretty much like we, we don't know what's going on. We don't know now if uh, this is just a coincidence. if Maybe she's just busy uh, or if maybe this was actually just a spiteful divorce maneuver that, that she's made. Or maybe she's sleeping. It's always possible she that asleep. she's asleep. Yeah, in a coma. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> maybe she fell asleep in a gutter and she's gonna wake up three weeks later, <laughs> next to a cross.
0: Yeah, yeah. Next week on Tyler's surprise headline, we've, we're gonna find Anna Kane in a gutter. she has been asleep <laughs> for three days. Uh. Yeah. No, this this is just a weird storyline with Evander Kane. Like, what a roller coaster it is just following yeah. what's going on with this guy.
2: Yeah. Just start a new podcast following Evander Kane. Yeah, the
1: guy creates enough content. Yeah. Might keeping well. up but with Kane. Keeping up with the
2: Kane. <laughs> you know, we could make that like keeping up with the Kanes. So we could have uh, Patrick Kane killing people, Evander Kane. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what kind of show are you watching?
1: <laughs> you guys never heard Again, that? Again, nobody watches a podcast, Marcus. You, you never heard that? Was. That he kills a guy? <laughs> Can't figure this out, man. I don't know. We'll, we'll you always say that. <laughs> I don't know.
0: People could be watching. They could open their phone. They could watch our thumbnail picture. A little <laughs> little scroll dot move slowly <laughs> <laughs> sure. from the beginning to if the end. If you're listening
1: to this podcast right now and you're doing that, just stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, keep listening. Just stop watching. <laughs> yeah,
2: keep listening. But stop trying watching. to get the full experience, you know?
0: Yeah. I guess with that, uh, we've uh, started a new little, uh, I don't know if it's quite a segment. A mini-segment. A mini-segment. A mini-series, we'll call it. There There you go. go. Last week, uh, we ranked our top 10 wingers in the NHL, and uh, all leading up to the start of the season.
1: Listen to episode 21
0: for our uh, projections there. That's right. This week, we are ranking our top 10 defenders in the NHL. But just before we jump into that, we're going to update you on what you guys thought of our list from last week. We put up a poll on our Instagram story just to see what you guys thought of our lists. And, um, well, the, the results were interesting <laughs> for, for a few reasons. <laughs> because uh, Tyler managed to vote for himself, not once, but twice. <laughs> because he... He logged on to his Instagram account, saw the story, and voted for himself. Which You know what? Fair enough. Me and Jake did the same thing. <laughs> but Tyler took it a step further by then switching to the podcast Instagram <laughs> account and once again voting for himself.
2: There's <laughs> no proof. <laughs> so, Where's the proof? Maybe I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no proof. Jake's framing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, unless that is the case. Two of Tyler's three votes were from Tyler. <laughs> um, I also finished with uh, three crap. votes.
2: It does say answered Tyler. Oh, no, that's because I, never mind. Yeah. I for myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also finished with three votes and only one of those votes was me. Um, You're forgetting though. I'm coming, for- in, coming in last place. Right, was NHL Network, uh, which, quite sadly, two of our listeners thought that NHL Network made better lists than any of us. Wow,
2: I mean, they would have been tied with me if it wasn't for me.
0: (laughs) But (laughs) actually, you would have lost to them if it wasn't for you. I still get a
2: vote, right? I get one.
0: Anyway, uh, credit where credit is due. Jake won with uh, four votes, only one of which was him. Yeah so
1: uh, <laughs> thanks guys.
0: Doing pretty good there. Thank uh, you. I can't say I agree with our listeners, but uh, <laughs> I can. I don't yeah. know if they're gonna agree with me again this week, but oh, I, hope I feel they... like they're not.
1: <laughs> I'll take I'll take what I can get and run with it. Thank you, listeners.
0: All right. well, take it and run pretty fast because you're up first. <laughs> uh, right. Give us your number 10, nine, and eight picks. At the bottom of
1: my list, at number 10, I have Charlie McAvoy. Number nine, I have Ryan Ellis. At number eight, I have Seth Jones. And I'm going to give you one more. At number seven, I have Thomas Shabbat. That's the bottom of my list. Wow.
0: Okay. You got a couple guys I didn't even list there.
2: <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Well, jumping into my list at number 10, I have Miro Heiskanen. At number nine, I have Jacob Chikrin. At number eight, I have Shay Theodore. And at number seven, I have Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr at seven? Yep.
0: At number 10, I have Morgan Riley. Number nine, I have Carlson. Uh, John Carlson. I should be specific there, not (laughs) Eric Carlson. Or Melker Carlson? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or William Carlson? (laughs) (laughs) At number eight, I have Dougie Hamilton. And much like Tyler, at number seven, I have Kale McCarr.
1: Whoa, okay. You guys don't like the McCarr.
0: We'll keep the debating until the full list is out here.
1: Okay, all right. All right. I guess that means I should probably keep, carry on with my list. Six it, through four? Yes, that's right. Do,
0: give us six, five, and four. Okay.
1: Uh, at number six, I have Shea Theodore. At number
2: five, I have Miro Heiskinen. And at four, I have Adam Fox. All right. At number six, I have Dougie Hamilton. At number five, I have Adam Fox. And at number four... I have Seth Jones. Okay, that's
0: fair.
1: Yeah, you have Seth Jones a lot higher than I have, Seth Jones. Interesting.
0: At number six, I have obviously Quinn Hughes. (laughs) Number five, I have Petrangelo. And number four, I have Ekblad. Okay, Ekblad. Okay, that's good one. Well, again, we'll save the debating until the end, but I, I have my reasons. I have my reasons. Okay. Uh, Jake, why don't you give us your top three?
2: All right, here we go.
1: Number three, I have Kale McCarr. Oh, God, that's too high.
0: <laughs> I thought we were saving the debating until the this end. This wasn't a debate. That was a statement. Move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> number two, I have Victor Hedman. And at number one, I have
0: Roman Yossi. You're joking, right? You <laughs> he won the Norris out. last year. Leave him alone. He belongs at number one. I have him as an honorable mention, so... I don't care where
1: you have him. (laughs) He's number one. He's the best defenseman in the league. Best leader. Best defenseman.
2: Hottest wife. (laughs) I'll give you that. that You went one for three
0: there.
2: (laughs) All right. My number three, I have Alex Petrangelo. number two, I have Roman Yossi.
1: Hell oh, yeah, whoa. that's what I'm talking
2: about. Man, All I did right. not see that coming. And at number one, I have Victor Hedman. I
1: don't even
0: care. I don't even
2: care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. Damn. Thank you. All right. At number 3 we I've got Charlie McAvoy. Number two, we've got Adam Fox. And at number one, I also have Victor Hedman. All right, let's start <laughs> screaming at each other.
1: <laughs> you're an idiot and you're an idiot. <laughs> the, whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised. Jake didn't even have... You didn't have Petrangelo
0: on your list, did I you? I did not, no. You oh, also okay. forgot Hughes, I think. I uh, so forgot no, that he plays I, hockey. I did not forget <laughs> yeah, didn't him. not have
2: Hughes either. Jeez, I left him guys. off the list. No, no I don't no, think he no, belongs
0: no. in the top 10. Nah,
2: that's brutal. You, in, you, until he has a defensive game, I can't put him in the top 10. Yeah, I know. His offense is defenseman. there. His just defensive game <laughs> is not...
0: His defensive game is not entirely his fault because look at who he's been paired with, especially last season. That was brutal. He's on an awful team with like AHL level defense. He's the only notable name they have. Kale McCarr, it's because he's the direct comparable that I see all the time, has a fleet of defensemen that he can sit with. Hughes has never had that.
1: They're they're not comparable defensemen. They're just comparable in age. That's why they get compared so
0: much. Well, and Hughes gets a lot more points. Despite being on a worse team. They're very
1: different players. I think though, like we see Victor Hedman at the top of these lists so often. Yeah. And I think that is warranted, but not for very much longer. I oh, think oh, I agree. And I who do you guys think replaces him as like the I don't want to say undisputed best defenseman, but like pretty much the considered the best defenseman in the league. Cause I have mine pretty much locked up. Yeah, we know. No. <laughs> Obviously, oh, you don't mean Yosi. I don't mean Yosi, but <laughs> okay. like I do think he's better than Hedman. But like, like I said, general consensus is is that he's the best defenseman in the league.
2: I think it's gonna come down to like an Adam Fox, or maybe if Kale McCarr gets more not of a defensive style game, nope. it's gonna be McCarr.
1: Yeah. I think it's between them and
0: Heiskanen. Those three are the battle. Heiskanen was the
2: third yeah. for my young guys.
0: Yeah. Heiskanen and I barely left off my list. That was close. I Like, I, I wanted him up there, but he, honestly, he's one of those players I just haven't paid close enough attention to.
1: Yeah. Wait, you had him at 10, didn't you? Heiskanen?
0: Yeah.
2: I think I had him a little higher. Oh, no, I did have him at 10.
1: Yeah, I found that surprising. Also, neither one of you guys picked Charlie McAvoy.
2: Uh, I have him, him at third.
1: Like three. Oh, my bad. Okay. I didn't yeah. pick him. I picked Chikorin. Right, you picked chicken I was going to pick Chikorin. But then I was like, eh, I don't know. But, I
2: mean, Chickren put up numbers last year. I know. He's a great or He is a great team, so I was just like, ah, I got to
1: put him in the I list. know. It almost makes you wonder, like, is he young enough that Arizona can hang on to him through what the, is inevitably going to be a complete rebuild? Or do they move him for, like, huge value? If I mean, they that were smart, they would move him.
0: Think about what a team would do at the deadline for him. If they thought they could make a Stanley Cup push. And they had him that they thought they could get. Chickren
1: is not a deadline deal, though. Chickren
0: is an off season. Yeah,
2: Chickren's. Uh, you want him long term, like yeah. You he, like you sign true. and trade. Yeah, it's you're like your Seth Jones type trade. Yeah, you're moving pieces for Chickren. Another difference is I had Seth Jones quite high on my list, and Marcus didn't have him, and Jake had him quite low. Yeah,
1: I had him
0: at
2: uh, six or seven.
0: Yeah, I, I would have had him. Just, I had him at eight. I, I would have had him just also off the list. Uh, very close though. Yeah, the, the one that I had that I don't think either of you guys had was Morgan Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan <laughs> Riley. I don't even think he's the best
2: defenseman on that team. No. Nah, no well, Morgan Riley for me. I'd rather throw up.
0: I don't know. I think uh, I think and this is odd because I, I don't like the Leafs. You guys know this, but I think Riley, he was really overrated one year, and then after that it's like people kind of forgot he existed. I think people forget how much work he has to do on that blue line. He's expected to put up numbers and be the defensive guy. And he comes from Toronto, which is a really hard market to, well, not take criticism in. So I, I think he gets critiqued a lot, and he's not given enough credit for what he can do. I feel like that team just doesn't play any defense. Well, they don't, but that's my point, is that I think he deserves more credit because he is the defense. I
1: just With that team, I want to see what they do this year they can't come off this many playoff embarrassments and not just have to just change something, right? Like, they,
0: they can't just keep doing what they're doing. Well, it's, it's so, going to be a problem because look at the division they're in, right? The, the Atlantic is stacked. I know, I
1: know, They need just like a change of identity or something, but the end of this year will give us a better idea. You know what? Even like halfway through the year, we'll get a better idea. I think the best thing for them would be to have a hard season. Like, if they're if they're on the cusp of making the playoffs, and they really have to battle it out all year just to make the playoffs, I think
0: that would be the best thing for them. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Which again, in that division, they might be. Yeah. But man, it, that would be hard to be dubious. And, and you look at the players you've put together and just how, how skilled they are on paper and then think, I might have to tear this apart anyway. doesn't yeah. matter how good they are individually. They're not a team.
1: Yeah. We'll see. Also, that goalie tandem is going to be something to watch this year too, which we'll have to check in on. Yeah. God, this season is going to be so much work for us. Oh, it's yeah. going to be so much but I can't fun, wait too. For it, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's
0: barely work. It's
1: fun. Oh, yeah, no. I just mean, like, there's going to be so much to keep tabs on, so many players keep tabs on. It's going to be fun.
0: Yeah. Okay, it is now time for that part of the episode you've all been waiting for, where we answer your questions that you submitted to our Instagram story. A reminder, every week we do put up a story asking for your Questions, topics, and takes that we can put into our episode so your voice can be heard. Our first questioner comes from a longtime listener who asks, Why doesn't the NHL have Canadian teams other than Montreal and Toronto playing in Winter Classics and Stadium Series? It seems to happen every year. I remember
2: going back to the the Heritage Classic when it was in Vancouver. Were you there? I was there. I was there too. I have uh, one of those chair cushions and everything. Yeah, I've got it in my <laughs> closet. Got to keep those oh, chair yeah. cushions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the- each seat had a like, little heritage classic cushion. Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, it, I'll show it to you one time. It's very neat. I'll
2: yeah, it. it's pretty cool. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, it, w- it was a fun experience, and it's it's quite disappointing. I think the only reason it is only ever Toronto and Montreal is it's the two biggest markets here. They're literally just trying to please the two fan bases. They get all the media coverage anyways, so it's... Where can they make the most money? And and that's where it's going to be. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised,
1: actually, that this is the case. Because if you look south of the border, right, most of the teams that get the heritage or the Winter classic games are these smaller market teams, right? Like this year it's Minnesota. Um, in the past, it's been Nashville, it's been Dallas, it's been a lot of times Chicago, which isn't really as much a well, small it's market. It's an original six pretty I know, big market. I know, but I'm just saying, like, South of the border. Okay, Chicago might be an outlier here. Uh, Washington, you know, like there's there's some teams south of the border that get these outdoor games quite often sometimes to grow the game, right? The outdoor games are attractive. People see that like, oh, cool, you know, New Year's yeah. Day, outdoors the way hockey was supposed to be, and they throw them outside. Didn't play. L.A. San Jose have one? I think it was L.A. Anaheim. Yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. called it like the stadium series or something.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But again, two kind of weird markets that shouldn't really have an outdoor one. Yeah, I I was almost disappointed uh, with the Vancouver one because they had it in 2014, which in our big run of, you know, making the playoffs and being fairly successful, going to the finals only a few years before, we didn't get an outdoor game until the first year that we didn't make the playoffs. So it was really hard to fill that stadium because a lot of people at that point were jumping off the bandwagon. The NHL had a solid six, seven seasons where the Canucks were all anyone could talk about, where they completely neglected to do anything special in the city of Vancouver. And as soon as we tailed off, that's when they gave us a big event. And, and it was kind of embarrassing. They they could practice they could barely give the tickets away.
1: Yeah, it definitely didn't make sense. But also that was kind of like towards the end of the like outdoor games are new and cool and exciting. You know, they'd been around for a few years by yeah. then. So they, they kind of lost that novelty. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't a winter classic, which is the big thing, right? Like, yeah, it was a heritage like, classic. Exactly. And it was like in the middle of February. It wasn't that yeah. New Year's Day game that I think a lot of fans wanted. And then they just kind of had to settle for what they got.
0: It was also a weird matchup. Not a lot of people from Vancouver are lining up to buy Ottawa Senators tickets, especially not yeah. in 2014. It, it was just such a weird matchup matchup. I would love to see... Well, now, I would love to see Vancouver-Seattle. Yeah, that will happen. Could you imagine CenturyLink Field, an outdoor game, Vancouver and Seattle? That'd be
2: nuts. Yeah, I just don't know if it's going to get cold enough, but...
0: Yeah, it'll rain, but... It doesn't have to snow or be freezing. They do it outside all the time when it's not below zero. Yeah, and yeah. then the ice melts. <laughs> I, I know that was that one time
2: where they did it in <laughs> Las Vegas.
1: <laughs> no, it was in it was in California, but it was in like the mountains.
2: Yeah, I, I think they right. should do a game on the lake. Like they said they were going to do it on the lake, but it was not on the lake. They should it do it beside actual, the lake. <laughs> they should do it actually on the lake. Logistically,
0: though, that's so hard to do. I don't care. Does this this man look like he works for the nhl can you imagine they build a rink on the lake someone goes and throws a hits into the boards and the whole rink moves down the (laughs) lake you know (laughs) no you you know
2: how deep or like how thick the ice gets on some of these lakes even in like northern bc
1: yeah
0: and again maintaining the ice would be pretty hard exactly you've got to have like full-on zambonis out there and stuff you'd have to easy
1: Easy, easy, easily. All okay, right. put this man in charge of
2: I will run it arena yeah. facilities. I operations. will run the Zamboni too. I'll risk my life. <laughs> <up there.
1: laughs> yeah, we'll just tie some hot water towels to the back of Tyler and he'll run
0: around and melt <laughs> all the snow. Anyways, I am the Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. Uh, we got one more question here. Someone asks, Are the Canucks good for now? I feel slightly worried. I would say that. They are exactly that. They are good for now.
1: Yeah. The key here is to keep building around what they have. Yeah. To not get complacent. To not say, yeah, this team's good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. And then that's where you kind of hover. You don't want to be the Minnesota Wild.
2: Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Right, Tyler? (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Last thing you want to be. They're poised. To not embarrass themselves this season, they should be a halfway decent team, which is exactly what everyone expects of them right now, which is great. But they need to build on that. They cannot get comfortable where they are, and some big moves I think still need to be made, especially with some cap relief. Exactly. Yeah,
1: it almost feels like it almost feels like the Canucks are now where they were in like two thousand six seven area, right? Yeah, some of like, the core pieces are there. Yeah. Like they, they they're the the pieces they drafted in the late nineties to early two thousands are old enough now that they're, you know, be able to make an impact in the roster and uh they can start building towards what will eventually be a cup run. Who was their goaltending then? Like Dan Kluche and Alex Alt? No, that was when they got that was when they traded for Roberto Luongo. It was like two thousand seven. Oh, really? Yeah. He was yeah. there he was yeah. there that well, Luongo's long? first season was in the Orca jerseys. If you look back Damn. to some yep. of his That's old right. games, he had the like what was it burgundy and navy blue. Yeah, it was blue? like red and blue yeah. and white jerseys.
0: Those okay. kind of yeah. everyone calls them the Messier era jerseys. That's why no one likes them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's well, too bad cuz they are kind of pretty jerseys. They look kind of cool, but just too Damn. many people associate them with Messier so they they don't want them back. I'm going to title this episode just we talk about jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why does this keep coming up? Because I just Put all these jerseys up in our studio. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true.
2: The studio is looking pretty nice. It is.
1: We'll post a picture on Instagram of the way the studio looks now. Because I think it's been a while since we've actually shown the viewers. <sighs> I almost said viewers. The oh.
0: listeners. Yeah, because no one's watching this, Jake. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta remember one, that. No one's watching, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Big brother.
2: <laughs> They're <laughs> watching. Hey, cameras um, everywhere.
1: Yeah, we gotta show them what our, what our studio looks like. Absolutely. Looks good. We got a picture up there. Yeah, and then we, eventually we'll do some live streaming. But eventually. Next week, maybe okay yeah (laughs)
0: eventually we'll get to it Tyler starting tomorrow (laughs) yeah Yeah. we'll keep you posted there might be a twitch account in the works there might not be Mm -hmm. we'll uh we'll keep you updated time will
1: tell and speaking of time Marcus have you checked the time lately I haven't let me just get it oh look at the time (gasps) it's gotten away from us looks like it's time for Tyler's surprise Surprise headline
0: headline. Uh, oh yeah it'll make you laugh it'll make you cry It might entice you to inject yourself with horse dewormer. It's Tyler's surprise headline. Oh,
2: yeah. All right. (laughs) Naked woman on (laughs) golf cart.
0: Why can I never get out of full sentence? The first (laughs) sentence is just... Keep keep going, keep going.
2: (laughs) Naked woman on golf cart interrupts (laughs) armed police standoff. Okay, is that the end of the headline? Yep. Okay. okay. So uh, apparently there was a standoff going on okay. between uh, some young kids and the police in, f- you could probably guess, Florida. Florida? Yeah. <laughs> and some lady comes rolling by in her golf cart, naked, hammered out of her mind. Well, Dri- of course. Drives drive straight through the standoff. <laughs> the, the cops are like, what? In a, in a report after, they're like, it's really hard to focus on the standoff when there's some drunk naked lady driving right through the <laughs> middle of it. Well, she was she driving a golf cart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, could they like arrest her for intoxicated driving?
1: Something tells me if they were in a standoff, <laughs> yeah,
0: probably they, probably had, they probably had better things to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> Man, there's so much to unpack there. <laughs> Who had time to like capture the
1: story too? You know, we're, it was the, the police report like, oh yeah, and then.
0: <laughs> yeah, imagine filing that after work. Like you're one of the cops that has to go back and like give a detailed report <laughs> of what happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, I drew my pistol and then a piss drunk woman <laughs>
2: <laughs> came yeah. cruising like, through. Yeah. I, like, I don't know if she was part of it because like. These young teenagers actually like shot their weapon. So that's kind of why the whole thing started. Jesus Christ. And then this lady's like, yeah, I'm a distraction. <laughs> Run away.
0: <laughs> that's so weird. That's so weird. But so are all types surprise <laughs> headlines. <laughs> this one's just exceptional. Like, I don't even know how to comment on that one. Where'd she get the golf cart from? No, everyone in Florida drives a golf cart. That's 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 the part of the story that makes (laughs) sense. No, once you turn 45, I think the state of Florida just gives you a golf cart. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And a bottle of Hennessy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was 28. Oh my God. (laughs) What? Dude, no, this whole time I was picturing like late 50s, early 60s. Oh yeah. Blonde. Yeah. Sunburnt like (laughs) leather. just a lizard in a blonde wig. <laughs> just a komodo dragon driving through here. <laughs> She's oh, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yep. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what? She probably still had leather skin. <laughs> oh, just starting Bleached
0: blonde. <laughs> oh my god. I mean. Oh man. And what, what a day to be in a standoff. <laughs> 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 I just I don't know. Okay, well, on that note. Um, <laughs> if you can call it that. Yeah, if you can call that a note. Uh, I think it's time we're going to wrap up this episode. Yeah. Once again, I'll remind our listeners that if you are looking to get in contact with us in any way, shape, or form, you can reach us by email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail.com. On Instagram at Vancouver Boys Podcast. TikTok at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. Yes, you can. Yes, you can.
1: Uh, Follow us on Instagram for our uh, stories. We put them up all the time, interact with you guys. We want to know your takes. We're going to put up our, um, our lists for the defensemen this week yep next week we will move on to are we doing centers next week
0: no we're doing goalies
1: we're doing goalies
0: next week yeah and then we're gonna cap it off with centers Uh, right before the season starts right yeah we're getting close to that by the way yeah man there's gonna be a lot more content coming soon look forward to it
2: six hour episodes baby (laughs) i swear to god i thought
0: he was about to say six by six
2: (laughs) (laughs) think of all
0: the six by sixes that could be signed this season
2: yeah, and as soon as we hit a hundred followers on Instagram,
0: we're doing a giveaway. We're giving yeah. Jake away. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to give Jake a six by six. <laughs> yeah. we six. can't afford to give you a six by six. Yeah, we're going to yeah. give him Six Cents. <laughs> uh, six dollars by six episodes. Yeah. I'll take it. Take it where I can get. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Six dollars for six years. Yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps up this one. Yes, it does. Uh, Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Hey, attaboy. Got it. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. That's, again, what I say. Shit. (laughs) Um, Right. Thanks Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace!